0: Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com.
1: Welcome to this very special episode of the Life Handmade Podcast. I'm Jeff Lindbergh a guest co-host of this momentous 50th episode. Today we have both of our hosts, Stephanie Foster and Jessica Harrington on the podcast. I'm so excited to look back at 50 episodes, ladies. Hello.
2: Hello, hi, we're excited too. so excited.
1: I mean, first of all, thank you for having me back. It means a lot. I'm a big fanboy of the show. And today to have the ability to take a trip down memory lane, and reflecting on favorite moments, maybe playing them for the listeners, it's going to be a good time, right, ladies?
3: Yes, yeah, so we've had so many incredible guests, and we're we're only going to be able to highlight a few today, but it has been a neat journey as we've started this podcast, and I can't believe we're at fifty episodes now I know I agree
1: do you th- did you think that it would ever get to fifty when it all started and you introduced ourselves to us is this Is this something that you imagined for it?
2: I suppose i mean i didn't I didn't start do th- doing this thinking we would just stop. so right. I don't know how many I thought, but I'm glad we're here. Yeah, and I think there's so many incredible crafters out there
3: that like, I don't know, I think we can always just be bringing on more guests, talking about crafting all the time. There's, you know, I don't think we could run out of things to say. Conversations.
1: I I think the best thing about the podcast and why it's lived so prominently in my life is that, of course, it's about, as you all say, scrapbooking, you know, card making, die cutting, but there's so much more to it. It's bringing those empowerful, meaningful conversations. There's another layer that has really brought this podcast to mean so much to me. And so I'm glad to be celebrating 50 with you. So I, I, I've got a question though. I mean, as great as the both of you are at being our amazing hosts full time, there's got to be a team that helps you out all the time. How many people help create Life Handmade? It's just us. Oh, just the two all. of you. in yeah. between no, meetings. no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> there's at least three others that have a really integral part
1: yeah i think I think that they deserve a little bit of credit too. You have Laura Winslow leading the team, right? so Laura yes. the Laura team. come
2: here. She's oh right they're gonna be here.
1: Laura's here. Hi, Laura. You've probably heard her on the podcast as well. Hi, Laura, An amazing producer. Yes, Laura and has
3: been on the podcast, but yes, she, yeah, she's great. and she has she's two so team members that make it yes. happen.
1: one produces it and one makes it technically beautiful and makes it mm-hmm. sound and look wonderful, right?
3: That's right. Yes. We've got Cody
1: Cody there he Figueroa. Is. Yes.
2: Yeah, he helps arrange everything. Yep, and we have Donald.
1: Donald, oh my goodness, he's the here Technical too. genius. Yeah. Hi, Donald.
2: He better go back so make to make us look good <laughs> and sound good. sound good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it just talented. always takes
1: a team, ladies. And I just wanted to make sure we celebrated them as they hit fifty episodes That's as well. Right.
2: True. Uh, true. Yeah,
3: great, great. We get to celebrate them. So <laughs> couldn't do it without him. And don't worry,
2: Cody's. <laughs>
1: It's very professional uh, up in Arkansas.
2: You were definitely hidden. You were definitely hidden. Cody (laughs) made an exit.
1: It's very professional (laughs) at scrapbook.com, everybody. So we have so much to celebrate. 50 episodes. We've picked a few. We're going to take a commentary look, but we're also going to take a listening look. So I'm super excited. Let's get started. What did did you friends think was a good episode to start
2: talking about? Okay, so it might be obvious to some viewers and listeners, but we definitely want to talk about when we had you on the show, Jeff Lindbergh, and in general, the information around Dude's Craft too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, But a very specific, sweet moment for me was when, in that episode, you asked to do the outro and said how you were a fan of the show, and it was really fun giving you that moment because no one else had done that. So that just st- stuck out in my mind.
1: Well, I love that you loved it. It was fun to do it. I hope I get to do it again. And it, it is one of those moments where, you know, I was trying to explain to you that the podcast became a warm blanket during a very weird time for us. And so so many great conversations were happening that it became sort of that virtual chicken noodle soup. So it was a pleasure to do that. Aww. But but we also hit on the fact that uh, there's a lot of dudes evolving in the industry and the fact that hashtag DudesCraft craft too seemed to have a good mo- movement behind it. And we have A lot to celebrate with dudes who have been featured on the show. And I just want to thank you, ladies and the producers, for bringing men to the forefront of the crafting industry.
3: Yeah, they've definitely been some of our most memorable guests, I think. And I think, you know, Simon Hurley is one of those. He, I have just been so impressed with him. I've, I've met him in person as he's come out to scrapbook.com. He's done so many classes and, um, to, to watch now his line take off. He's so talented, started at such a young age that I was just inspired by him. I continue to be with just his maturity and his creativity.
1: We'll be talking a lot about overcoming things throughout today's episode, but Simon also hits on the fact that There was probably a lot of judgment for him and his education for going down this crafting and um, memory-making life, and it eventually made him kind of laughing at everybody because he's built a little empire and is a businessman right outside of high school. So he's having the last laugh, but it was very interesting to watch his journey, and it was such a great interview. Let's listen into that episode real quick.
3: So... It wasn't always easy, like going through high school, doing what you did with your creative side. It sounds like you experienced quite a bit of teasing, um, maybe even bullying from those years. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, definitely. It wasn't It wasn't the easiest to go through high school. I think for me, it was especially weird because I started it in eighth grade mm-hmm. um, and I went to a very small school at the time. And then moving into high school, it's weird because I think at that time I had like two or 3,000 followers and it's weird because I'm over here sharing everything about my life online and sharing all of these videos. And it's not really a normal thing for a kid to be doing either. And so it was weird to go into high school with all these new people and know nobody. But then immediately, if somebody, you know, meets me that day, they can look me up and see everything that I've been doing online. And so that was definitely a little bit weird as you're trying to make friends and know people. And I think The majority of the bullying and things like that were from people who didn't even really take the time to get to know me. Mm -hmm. It was more of just like looking online and, oh, that's funny what that kid does. So let's pick on him, but never really even talking to me too much, which is kind of weird.
3: Absolutely. I'm sure they hadn't gotten to know you or they would have loved you, Simon. So <laughs> thanks. Yeah, what advice would you give to to teens who might be going through something similar? because I, I know I have three teenagers in you know eighth, ninth, and twelfth grade now. Um, and and it's hard. those are hard years for them, and it's hard for them to see like past high school, like if you can get through it, you know, what's on the other side. But how did you personally deal with that? and what advice would you give to them?
4: Yeah, totally. So I think I dealt with it as uh, less of like trying to avenge people or, you know, take it back out on other people. I always think hurt people hurt people. So, you know, they're they're probably hurting inside. And so instead of passing that on to somebody else and getting angry at that, I kind of took all my, you know, anger out on art and things like that. And kind of that's what my videos really were for me. It's just kind of an, a self-expression um, after that. And so to other people who are struggling with that, if you're a kid or you're an adult and and have a kid who's struggling, I think just looking ahead and knowing that once you leave high school, it's all not going to matter. So those popular kids who are picking on you, they're not going to be like super popular because everything outside of those walls is totally different. And so... um, yeah, just know that everything that's going on right now is going to end. It's all a chapter in your life. And, um, you know, if you have a couple of close friends around you, that's really all you need um, is some close friends and family. And that really helps to get through those years.
2: And uh, along the lines of Dude's Craft 2, not at first glance, you wouldn't think this, but it, one of my other favorites was in Tashiana's episode Tashiana Gordon oh. We um, had her on the show And one of my favorite moments Is when she talked about How Mr. Tashi Helps her Or maybe is voluntold I don't know um, <laughs> Helps her to do the fussy cutting that And he so supports funny. her Crafty Ventures And has a real hand in it Mr. Tashi is a winner. He's Mr. He's a winner. Tashi. Now, yeah. he's even more of a winner because he helps you a little bit. How does he help you? So Joshua does all of my fussy cutting. I hate what? fussy cutting. Yeah, I do not. I do not fussy cut. Uh, It's it's a funny. It's, it's one of those things that we laugh at all the time because I'll give him a whole sheet of paper and I'll be like, hey, I need a dozen butterflies and um, and I'll get a dozen butterflies like 15 <gasps> minutes later. Yes, it does is. Does he it is wonderful. pick out which butterflies to fussy cut for you? Yes. So I actually had a layout go up on the American Crafts Design Team uh blog where I made a layout with the Vicky Booten Storyteller Collection. And all the butterflies that came on that layout that are from a sheet of uh, cardstock, he cut them all out. I told him what size I was looking for. Tashi.
1: He can't, speaking of, he can't come to the phone right now because he's still fussy cutting butterflies. Butterflies. You remember you were asking and she hands them all over. But I love that she also mentioned that the radical act of self-love and what an amazing thing. Again, that chicken chicken noodle soup of the soul, you know, if you can't take time for yourself in the craft room, how can you really carve out room for the others? I love that she mentioned that.
2: Really great reminder for sure was good.
3: Um another one that we just loved was Ryan Swift and oh. his episode. And you know, I just love the vulnerability with which many of our guests have shown. We, we'll kind of talk about others, but with him and how like crafting really helped him in his addiction recovery and it just started with a case of colored pencils.
2: How did it evolve into card making? Your mom gifted you with something in um, your recovery process and what what were those supplies and how did that lead to this? Yes.
5: She uh so I was I I did some inpatient for a few months. Um so I was away from family, away from friends, and uh I needed things to occupy my time when we were in groups and in classes and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so my mom she Amazoned me, a, she, she shipped me a set of colored pencils and it was a tinned set. And man, was I the envy of the yes. wing of, of the, 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 mail male block there is, so <laughs> I was, you know, and, and, uh, it was that, that little gift. And of course, you know, it, it didn't come by itself. There was colored coloring books there. And so yeah, I was busy and I just that's all I did. And actually, as I sit here in my uh, craft slash bedroom, uh, mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by all the pictures I colored um, there. I, I cut them out and put them on my wall and they're just a constant, you know, re- remember or sign of remembering for mm-hmm. me because uh, you never want to I never want to forget that time, even though it was. Darkish at times, um, it it helps me today, you know, because I never want to regress. So yeah, it was colored pencils that all started it. <laughs> that's all it took, and a lot of love and creativity he's put into
1: his therapy, which has evolved into recovery. But that's hands down one of my favorite episodes. You know, of course, we gotta do a shout out for the dudes. Hashtag dudescraft2 and the yes. fact that Ryan Uh, continues that and is just skyrocketing. So Jessica, I gotta tell you, I had to reach out to him after your episode with him because I found him so open, so vulnerable, but so connective. And of course that dude's craft two vibe, gotta support our fellow dude crafters, but I just found him to be so deliciously engaging. And Jessica, you were so present and connective as an interviewer. And that's why I wanted to open our, our episode today with the fact that of course you ladies are running a craft industry business and showing us products, but you two are both great interviewers that are taking moments to connect to the creator in a way that brings out the best in them. And that's a talent. And we as we as oh. your listeners appreciate it, friends.
3: Well, thank you. Thank I think you that's Jeff part of our favorite part of this job is just to be able to learn people's stories. That's my favorite part of it is just to find out where they've come from and, and how they got into this and how, how crafting's changed them. And we've gotten to hear some incredible stories.
2: One of the things that I, I totally agree with you about conversations. One of the things that I've learned doing this is actually the less I'm prepared, the better it is because it really is just a conversation. Uh. And like when you, when you talk about, um, Ryan's episode, it, it just felt like I was right there with him getting to know him for sure.
1: Stephanie, I was going to say, you know, one of my other episodes that is a, a favorite of mine, besides uh, being a proud employee of Pink Fresh Studio, my boss, Leah Lawson, also was featured on one of the episodes. And it really um, adds to our conversations about really hard conversations. One of the things that I found so interesting was the fact that you were helping tell a story that I think more people need to talk about. And Leah went there. You asked about advice of grieving people people and the process of it. And she said, it's okay to be exactly where you're at. And you really did a great interview with her. What do you recall from that interview, Stephanie?
3: Thank you. No, I remember that was one of the most tender interviews, just, um, the feelings that she expressed and that I, I had, I'd been feeling as well. And I've gone back to that episode so many times to just listen for that advice because I've I've had friends maybe lose their children or, or loved ones. Um, she just had some great advice on what we could do to help support them through that grief process. And so, yeah, again, just how vulnerable she was and shared, but I know she helped so many by doing that. So just appreciated all of her words. And then what she did to remember, you know, her son's legacy and Um, The products that she created, because she had been through something, she created these beautiful products that now can help so many other people.
1: Absolutely. And you invited the conversation to help people know that you have to meet them where you are. In that episode, you were also going through a friend's loss at the time. I think Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you've come back to the episode. It makes it timeless. But it, it does talk about how being uncomfortable with grief is an okay thing. The sympathy sentiments don't necessarily always help. And I just love that uh, she was mentioning that it doesn't hurt her for you to bring up the legacy of Ellie or Leighton and that saying their names gives it power. I love that you go back to that episode.
3: I've heard, too, that it's important to, to still talk about your children by name, even though, you know, that they aren't with us anymore, but to still talk about them because you don't want people to forget, right?
0: Absolutely. You know, I am 4 years removed from losing Layton and 5 years removed from losing Ellie, and I still have to remind my family and friends that it doesn't hurt me if you bring them up. Like I want you to bring them up. I want you to say their name. I want you to talk about them because it's it's the only way I have to keep their memory alive. We don't, you know, we have a few pictures here and there, but they're not here to be able to make memories with, but I still want them to be acknowledged. I still want them to be remembered. So it is definitely important to say their names. And um, I also feel like that helps. There's a big stigma behind bringing up um, children that have passed away and it's getting a lot better, um, but there still is work to be done. And I think that by saying the names of children that have passed away, That's just, it's another way to end that stigma. That was a great one.
2: Agreed. And speaking of good advice, as well as talking about difficult things, I can't help but think of one of, probably one of our listeners' favorite episodes is the Diane Reevely episode. And in general, the entire episode is a must listen or a must re-listen. Diane is so disarming. She's authentic. She can talk about hard things in real life in a real way. Yet she does it like also in a lighthearted way. It's not hard or harsh and it's in a hopeful way. And her love of the therapeutic proven benefits of crafting and journaling just shine through authentically. Oh yeah. I had
3: not heard that before where she said I listen to audiobooks as I craft because you're using both sides of the brain and how that really helped her through, you know, mental illness and just how painting and art really saved her life as well. I, I was on the edge of my seat listening to her story just as she told it because it was fascinating to me. And I think she connected with so many
2: by sharing that. When you listen to something that you've got to listen to, it's not music and not like background television. But when you're listening, really listening to something, that's one side of your brain that starts working. And the more you do it, the better it becomes. So your brain starts working more efficiently. And then when you're doing, so when you're knitting, sewing, doodling, writing that I was doing, that's the other side of your brain. So you get both sides of your brains working really well. And then the two merge together together. And so when your brain is working fully, you can't have a manic attack, you can't have a panic attack.
1: Isn't it interesting when someone is so creatively bombastic that sometimes their inner story is sometimes the even more magical side of them? And her episode definitely showed that.
3: Along with that, we have our episode, one of my very favorites is with Heidi Swap, And Heidi is just one of my, like, Idols in the the crafting world and in her personal life as well. So many things that I look up and admire with Heidi. So that was fun. That was actually the very first podcast episode I did. Like I think oh. with our interview, oh, I don't yeah. know okay. where it came out in the in the line, but mm-hmm. um, but sitting down with her was just so comfortable, and I just again appreciated um, how much she opened up with her, her son's suicide and just remembering like how important it is that we document and we print those photos. And those are the stories that we, you know, hold on to. And that's what keeps those memories alive.
1: What I loved about Heidi's episode too is that she shared little ways to not sit in the guilt of moments that could or couldn't have been. You'll remember in the episode, she said that she learned that even the littlest things like texting a picture, help people remember the special connections that you have with them. And in a world of such fast-paced connection and communication, our iPhones, et cetera, how easy is that? That's so easy to send a picture and just a a picture, it it says a thousand words, right? And so for her to say that that was one way that she learned to help people remind them of how important they are, something that she'll do forever. It was a great moment.
6: You know, if you talk about storytelling, you talk about connection. Um, those two things just go hand in hand. That's a wonderful way to connect. It's those shared experiences or those stories are, are true, are true experiences together is, is where we can connect. Um, on the podcast, we often talk about like, if you're struggling with, with a child or you're struggling with anybody you're, you're in a relationship with, or let's say that you just know somebody is struggling mm-hmm. that you love. Um, a wonderful recommendation is to just text them a picture of the two of you together doing something or some fun memory, something awesome that makes you laugh or that was silly or whatever, and, and help people remember those good times and the fun times, the things you did together. And there's just an immediate, Immediate connection. I mean, I
2: could, we could all go on and on. Definitely, again, one of the favorites. And it's just so utterly inspiring. And just the main takeaway for me was documenting our stories now. Capital N-O-W is just all that matters. But well, I
3: love too, how she shared where her son, who was a teenager, didn't feel super loved at that time. He just went through a hard teenage time, as we all do. And he found a scrapbook that his mom that Heidi had uh, done for wow, him, I think when she was pregnant in that first year of his life. and he came up and said, "Wow, you really do love me." you know And it's again, that connecting through storytelling, Uh, I just love it. Mm -hmm. Love Heidi. And I love Allie Edwards as well. As we move into like talking about documenting the stories. She's another one I have followed for 20 years. Just did that podcast. It was one of my favorites. Um, She just, again, inspires us to document the everyday, the week in the life, the December daily, so many, so many things. And also shared what story, you know, so we don't have to share every single story either. So she gave us permission. We don't have to do a scrapbook layout on everything. <laughs> I love that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And doing yeah, it makes, at your own time too was not exactly thing,
2: right? There's no perfect way. You don't need to do it all. Give, gives you permission.
1: Allie yeah. Edwards is another example of uh, how this podcast is showcasing amazing lady leaders. People that are out in the industry Really making a difference, both in the small and big scale of their businesses. I noticed that with Amy Tangerine with Sherry Pack of Persnickety Prints. Yeah. You know, my goodness, an episode about a um, app or a company that prints pictures. I didn't think that it could be so entertaining, but you add Sherry <laughs> in there with her personality, the strength that she carries in every sentence she delivers. I don't even know her, we're not connected on social media, but I wanna know her because she is a small business owner who knows her stuff. She's done the research, she's done it, she can give you tips. I love that she said, I'm a control freak and I don't like big corporations who come in and take charge. And she did <laughs> so with that little app of hers based on, do you remember, what did she base her app on? Tender. <laughs> Remember, it's yep. <laughs> right. She Someone was to say,
3: dating. Yep, she was, and saying, it was fun. It was fun to use. She's like, we got to have addicting. an app that's fun to yeah, use. Like, yes. fun.
1: And she said she wanted to stop having the uploading worry that we all have as we uploaded pictures. But what I love is again with with this particular podcast, we learn about the person, but we learn tips. She was filled with tips. I wanted to know about yes. these HEIC files that I can't upload <laughs> onto my Mac, and she got to change them. <laughs> she's she's the one that explained that. You're right, Jessica. So she is an expert.
7: Well, one thing that over the years, Steph, I mean, literally I've been working on this for five years because I'm a control freak and I don't like big corporations coming in and mm-hmm. taking charge. So um, it's taken a while to build, but finally we just launched this last month. Um, we created an app really for people to just easily swipe photos into their camera roll or into this box um, from their phone. There's no uploading. You just open up your app and... Swipe the photos right in. And it's actually, I built it after Tinder. I was single for a few years. Uh And I'm like, how can we um, make photo easy, photo ordering as much fun as these stupid dating apps? (laughs) Because they're more (laughs) entertaining. You know, it's like, it's interactive.
3: Her
2: passion shines through. So enthusiastic. And same
1: for Amy, Amy Tangerine. Uh, She was talking about a permission slip where um, there's this great moment. I hope we can play it for you where she says women in general tend to give themselves um, not a lot of times to nurture themselves. It's that classic, not providing oxygen to yourself before you provide it to others. She went on about the permission slip and I love that she said, you must allow time in the craft studio without guilt. That's one of our best therapeutic moments. It was for me, it was the whole reason that I turned to crafting as, as myself. And Amy was saying that you can't feel guilty about the balance. In fact, she called it harmony.
7: The permission slip is something that, you know, we can all recognize, especially at this point in our lives where I think women in general tend to give of themselves to others before they nurture themselves. And this idea of self-care and really putting our hobbies not first, but making sure that they are valued by not only us, but the people around us, Hmm. because they are things that make us who we are. And I found that when I was in the thick of it with an infant, mm-hmm. I wasn't carving out 10 minutes a day to be creative, right? And you were just trying to go from moment to moment, keeping this baby alive and all those thoughts that you have. And even if you have a great support system, which I did, I wasn't almost allowing myself to take time in the studio. And I would feel this tremendous guilt around when I went back to work very soon after, too soon mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. And that. I wasn't spending enough time with him, and then and I would feel guilty spending too much time with him and not enough time on work. So it was this delicate balance. And what I found is that really, instead of trying to achieve this idea of balance, it's more about harmony in our lives.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel so close to many people in the industry and I've known Amy Tangerine over the years seeing each other at trade shows and what have you. And many people have crafting friendships, whether they were friends before or because of crafting and the industry became friends. So you can't talk about crafting friendships without talking about Vicky and Lael's episode, which was a whopping hour long episode (laughs) and rightly so. I think it was one of our
3: longest. (laughs)
2: You know, their enthusiasm, their passion, it just shines through. It was really, really fun to listen to. And they just, it's just two crafty friends, just like on the same episodes that have a lot of the same history, just talking. You're just like wrapped. Oh, yeah. It went by so fast. I mean, I felt like I was sitting down with just
3: some great girlfriends, and we were just, having a conversation and they make, they make everyone feel like their best friend though. I, I've interacted with them a few times. And if you're, if you follow them on social media, they want to be your friend and they're genuine about it. So it's neat that they are so friendly and we got to hear about their friendship and yeah, they are, they are just so much fun.
1: Stephanie. I love that you said that. Cause that's exactly how I felt the first time that I met Vicky, cause she is so engaging. And then to meet Lael over the podcast was awesome. You know, uh, what I love about Vicky is that she kind of gives you tools and makes everything feel bite-sized into bigger and you learn techniques along the way. But come on, one of my favorite comments is her kissing technique where she talks about you got to kiss it like grandma versus the rock.
2: (laughs) Yes. What? I know.
1: Oh, Vicky. You can't
2: make this stuff up.
1: The other episode about Friends that I love so much was the amazing Dana Joy and Pocono Pam Talk about two friends that can finish each other's sentences. I think they even mentioned it, or you played a game with them or something about it. Crazy. (laughs) They are crazy. You can tell that they don't mind being crazy. I will say that I have been in a couple of retreats with them where they are the the class clowns. They're the ones that break up the entire room. And I kind of knew that they were friends, but I didn't know that they were as long-lasting friends as they demonstrated in the podcast. But you're right. Friendships in the craft industry and uh, how they all connect us together and how you sometimes have to do it over social media. But becoming friends fast and furious, it was nice to see them uh, demonstrated and shown as the besties that they are.
3: And speaking of that community, I loved Alicia Harrison's episode as she talked about creating an online community called crafts of a different shade and where she really just decided she was just going to jump into crafting and she was going to try all the things and I love her motto of do it afraid mm. just jump in and do it and and sometimes we're trying to be such perfectionists when we're crafting or doing the perfect card or the perfect layout and that's what I love of so many of our guests Alicia and Diane and Vicky like they're just like go play. This is about play, not perfectionism. We just get to experiment. And I loved
1: Alicia's take on that. I think we do forget that it's just paper.
2: Exactly. And that couldn't have rung more true when one of, hands down, my favorite episode I've ever hosted was Ron Tyson from Bring Smiles to Seniors with Jeff, which Jeff, you have not heard this one yet. And that's so true. Just make the card because he shares. I wasn't even prepared for how emotional I was in his podcast. And he calls the people who donate the cards to the senior centers that he works with. He works with 50 all over the country, 50 states. And he calls them card angels. And it was so great to hear firsthand examples that you can picture. It's like you're there of how donating cards impacts those who receive them. Beyond comprehension and it does not need to be perfect
8: then the second story was um another community we were in and um it was a a gentleman and uh, it was and he was completely immobile in his wheelchair and uh they told us the same thing you know he can't take the card from you so you have to take the card out and read it to him and so linda did and she took the card out and she put her arm around him and and she read it to him and as soon as she was done reading the card reached up and took the card out of her hand and he had they had never seen him move they're like this man can't move like he we have to put him in the wheelchair he has to be fed and he took the card out of linda's hand and that you
2: witnessed this <laughs> oh we
8: are standing there right there with her uh you know when this happened and i i was completely blown away and linda and i are both outside like bawling our eyes out because you know it's just it was it was just both of those events i always talk about because they just show the power of of what these cards do
1: i love that and it sounds like it took you by surprise is this where you queued up the thought about not being prepared
2: i think yes because honestly, I knew what the organization did. And I was, I was aware of all, and we work with them with Cards for Uh, Kindness, but he, oh, well, here's the thing. He specifically didn't write in the examples that he shared with me. So I literally was hearing them in the moment and I was crying. I was trying to hold it together and I, I held it together, but I was, I could picture that my grandma, my great grandma, or my great grandpa doing that or being that. And it, very emotional.
1: Well, first of all, we can't wait for the episode. Can't wait for it to come out. But it may show the you as you lead the organization and have to do all of the stuff that is naturally going to come with a campaign from a company like scrapbook.com. It's not always going to go easy. There's planning, there's production meetings. But my friends, I hope you heard in his episode how the payoff is worth all the grace that you had to give yourselves as you do this year over year. How many years have y'all been doing this?
2: It's actually only a he. Yeah. His is five years, and our Cards for Kindness is about a year and a half, okay. two years.
1: So it's not returned. Um,
2: and we work together, but he has his card angels, uh, you know, that pre- donate just to him as well. Or sometimes they come through Cards for Kindness, but I don't care who they are. I'm glad that they're living the life handmade and making cards every day for people that are in need. That's great. And I think that comes back to our empowering.
3: Beautiful, meaningful, handmade creation—that's what it all comes down to, and that's what's been fun over these past fifty episodes: is to hear how people are creating and how that's impacted their life. It is so meaningful, um, whether they—it's it, in the process or it's—it's it's their outlet or what it does for when they, you know, give that creation to someone else or or that scrapbook, you know, where those those stories are. But so many benefits that come from it, and it's just been fun to be able to get to know to, to know craft and their stories and, again, how that's changed their life. Mm
1: -hmm. I couldn't agree more. And that's the thing with the title Life Handmade is that it can play on so many different parts of the spirit of creativity And you do come to this podcast, assuming it's probably about paper, glue, and some die cuts, right? And again, like I opened with the episode today, it is one of those things where this manufactures a whole bounty of other thoughts, emotions, and things to think about when it comes to how creativity, crafting, and connection all play a part together. Ladies, cheers to you, 50 episodes, and it's one of those things where you probably blinked And then we're celebrating them. Congratulations. You know, home listeners, don't forget that these two ladies also are busy leading the company and to take a little bit of time out for us as listeners always mean so much. So again, congratulations on 50 inspiring episodes.
3: Thank Thank you, you. Jeff. We're just excited you're a part of this today. It's been so fun to walk down memory lane with you. Oh, I'm getting
1: a full-time contract. I'm working hard on it. I'm sending it to the... To the, the head of HR. I don't know who that is, okay. but we'll figure out.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Can't wait for my contract to come through. My rider is big. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it has a it uh, sweet tarts are involved. Okay. <laughs> what a special way to spend my afternoon. Ladies, it was nice to share these moments with you. Did you have a good time?
2: We did. Great time. Thank, Thank you, Dan. Jim.
1: Awesome. So with permission, do you mind if I do the outro again? I loved it so much the first time.
3: It's all yours, Jeff. Take, Take it, it away.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And again, congratulations. If you would like to listen to episodes or know more about the items we discussed today, visit our show notes at scrapbook.com backslash podcast. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, Great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from over nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters just like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery. And you can even take free online card classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade Podcast and your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. Please consider leaving a review for the podcast, as it will help other crafters like you to find it, and we may feature yours on an upcoming episode like this one from D. L. Miller, who writes, I love listening to the Life Handmade podcast on my walks. Hearing my friends chat about creating while I'm enjoying fresh air and scenery gets me inspired. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge and ideas. It's definitely a breath of fresh air. Thanks for leaving that review, DL. And everyone remember, happiness is life handmade. I